Welcome to episode 9 of the Make It Count podcast. Today we're going to be talking about something a little bit different, a themed one. I suppose every episode is themed, but it's making it count when you're tired. I don't know about you, David, but <laughs> this past week, certainly, and almost the c- couple of weeks, I felt a little bit lower. I don't know whether it's just to do with the turn of the seasons, whether maybe we had a little bit of a, a lurgy last week and it caught up with us on the weekend. I'm feeling a little bit tired. And there's another reason why you're feeling tired, right? Because what did you do yesterday? Well, with work, I went on a site visit and that meant over six hours on a train yesterday and a quite a long day on the site, getting up really early in the morning, coming back fairly late at night. So that definitely doesn't help. Definitely, definitely not. And so you're t- tired partly today, recovering from yesterday. Yeah. And I'm tired because last night, I don't know, you, you, I think most of us had one of those days in the past where you have a light sleep and then you're sort of not really sleeping when you're asleep. Yeah. And then I think I was awake at like half or five this morning and I was just like, uh, I feel miserable. And so I just read my book for a few hours in the morning, but which I, I don't mind, but also it's not sleep. And so here we are, it's lunchtime, the day after of a long day for you, a bad night's sleep for me. It's a tired day. We all have tired days. Yeah. How do you make it count? When you're having a tired day, I think, because most days are not 10 out of 10 days. No. It's a great question. I wrote in my morning journal this morning, it was just about this morning still, that some of those things we spoke about in previous episodes, one of the things, one of the questions is, you know, how would I live today differently? And yesterday, spending six or so hours on a train, I spent most of that time listening to podcasts. That equated to, I think, about 15 episodes. Some of them were fairly small. but And you listen on a fast speed, right? I listen on a slightly faster speed. So that's quite a lot of content. And understandably, by the end of the day, not only was I tired from the early start, the long journey and the time on the site, but also my brain has kind of tried to process a lot of content. And so I was extra tired this morning because I think exactly the same thing happened during sleep, of course, we try and process memories and process stuff that's gone on in a day. I think I gave myself a little bit too much. Yeah, quite mentally tired yeah. as well. No, I tried to group those episodes, which I think is a helpful thing because it's all a similar topic. It's speaking to the same thing. It's not all over the place, but in my morning journal today, a little bit later in the morning, I wrote, "What? how would I live today differently? Less input, mm. more quiet space. Okay. So now you're in the midst of a day when you're tired. What are you doing to make it count? Yeah. One of the other things I wrote in that journal thing was, you know, a bit of a sleepy day. I've allowed the morning to drift a bit. Um... So I'm going to reset now, reset now and take hold of the day from here on out. And it's that thing of, I think you mentioned it, or it might have been someone else who I was reading, but splitting the day almost into quarters. And rather than going, oh, I've wasted a day, I've lost a day, 
screw the whole thing and just forget it, going, okay, maybe I've lost the first quarter, or maybe I've lost even the first half, then worry, I reset, there's still two more quarters to go. There is stuff to be able to move forwards into this. So that's definitely what I feel like I'm doing today. I'm almost drawing a line and going, okay, this morning I wasn't able to produce loads and go hard at it, but that's just recovery and that's fine. My brain, my body needed a bit of time, a little bit of not craziness to just... Hmm. So now I've done that, I can plan my afternoon to go what is worth doing. Yeah, and so for people listening, we're recording this at lunchtime. Mm -hmm. uh, so that sort of, he's had the morning. But it was interesting, the thing you just said there as well, like, I had the morning, I maybe didn't accomplish as much as I wanted. Maybe even you felt like you drifted a little bit away from what you'd aspired to do. But you also said it was recovery, and that's fine, and that's good. Yeah. And I suppose when you think about a day after, when you're tired, what role does, like, recovery have in making it count? Hugely, I think, because it's, it's that thing in American football. One of the reasons why American football can be such an explosive sport, those two to five second plays of just crazy action, is because there are delays. There are those pauses between the plays. If there wasn't, you get a game that looks a lot more like rugby, which lo and behold, there's a lot of standing around still. There's a lot of walking and the intensity can be high, but you can't have maybe quite as explosive. So what am I saying? The recovery space is necessary to then be able to move forwards. The research is abounding. That's the whole point of sleep. And that's the problem with not getting enough sleep. It's not unproductive time. It's not wasted time. It's necessary to be able to move forwards. So I think it, you said it quite well earlier. Not every day is a 10 out of 10 day. Almost. How could I actually measure that 10 out of 10 differently on a recovery day? A, a top quality recovery day isn't looking like, oh, I bashed out that report. I aced the thing. I pushed out a really hard exercise set. It's, well, I looked after myself. I made sure that tomorrow when I get up, I'm refreshed. And that maybe is pushing more towards a, oh, I made it count today. Not by crushing the goals, not by producing loads, but by going, ah, I did what my body, my mind, my emotions needed. Mm. We'll come back to that in a, in a bit, because I think that idea of even getting into more, some of the details of what you've done to rest or recover this morning would mm. be interesting. But yeah, for me, it's really interesting because I, I get headaches. You know this. Maybe not everyone who listens knows this, but I get headaches. Probably... Well, no, definitely one of my triggers for headaches is not sleeping, really, like or absence of sleep or poor sleep. So I'm sitting here right now. I've got a headache. It's not great. I'm feeling pretty miserable. Mm. But also in that moment when you are just whew, tired and exhausted, I think about this morning, it's just so much easier to just get distracted, especially as what I do, uh, a lot of the stuff I... I, I need to do at the moment, especially in the, the stage of my coaching business, is quite mentally engaged work. There's not so much just, oh, I'll just write a few emails or I'll do this. It's, no, I need to problem solve that. And it requires this mental sort yeah. of engagement or creative space. That's just a lot more difficult. Even like it, 
it takes energy anyway. It takes that much more energy when you're starting from a very lower level sure. of energy. And so it's just a lot easier to just do what you said. I'll just put a bit more input in. Just, I'll learn a bit. I'll just, uh, Passively. Sort of, yeah, maybe I'll just watch a few videos on YouTube. They're sort of vaguely helpful. Maybe a little bit, maybe not. But, you know, it'll stimulate my head so I'm not falling asleep. Yeah. Whereas maybe actually what I need to do is go have a nap or mm. actually unplug a little bit and allow my head to sort of catch itself a little bit and mm. find the level I'm at. But that's not easy, right? Because you're tired, so your discipline's down. You you feel like your willpower's down a little bit to, so to step away from the thing that you kind of know that's keeping me awake. And even just in the little things, we, just before we come on here, we haven't even had lunch yet, but I was just like, I'm so tired. Eat, eat some food, eat a biscuit, eat some nuts, you know, <laughs> eat a packet of crisps, and you're like, what get am I doing here? Yeah. Get so some sugars in. This is where all diets fall apart. Not that I'm on a diet, but it's just your body, your mind, your emotions, everything is just going, I oh, need you energy. Know, you need Give energy, something. something, yeah. Whether that is the mental stimulation of being on a screen or social media or whatever, or just the physical of just, just some sugar. My body just goes, sugar, stay awake. Yeah. It's really fascinating what you were saying there, Dave, about just kind of the the thing that actually maybe doesn't help us is what's keeping us awake. So this morning, I got up with my alarm, maybe 10 or 15 minutes behind my ideal, but that's fine. I'm still on track for a good morning. I started, I did my stretching routine. I went and had breakfast and then I came back and I was like, okay, now time to do a little prayer, a little bit of reading the scripture and... I was like, okay, this is a dangerous moment because I know my mind's a bit tired and could just fall back asleep. Had my cup of tea. I was just reading. And it was, I was, every few sentences, I was kind of like, you know, not quite head nodding mode, but like, you, your brain kind of reads something and then you very quickly and very easily kind of drift off on that. Ooh, I wonder. And then you realize, yes, I've started to enter half dreamland. <laughs> and so I thought, okay, right. Any good dreams? No, you can't remember them because they're tired. <laughs> Put that aside, and now I was like, okay, now what to do? And I instinctually reached for my phone. And almost immediately, it was fascinating because I got absorbed into something, and I noticed my head nodding has stopped. I feel a little bit more alert. There's something about the screen that wakes you up, that's like, this is, you know, stuff, stuff, stuff. And half an hour passed, and I was like, okay, wow, I should really kind of get on with the day now um, and stop reading this article or whatever it was I was reading. And I'd been reading a book, a physical book, and then I was reading on a screen, not so difficult, different, but the my brain felt more alert but actually it wasn't moving me in the direction that I wanted to move in this morning. Perhaps something that would have been better would go, okay, recognising, this is where I'm at. Maybe the best thing I can do, it's a fairly fresh morning, go for a five-minute walk around the block, you know, get that sunlight in, enjoy the fresh air, and then actually step into the day. I didn't do that, and hence, later on in the morning, I had to have this rechecking moment. Okay, I've left the morning drift a bit. I let myself get distracted understandably I'm a little bit low so don't pile a load of self-judgment on but I could have done that better oh that self-judgment thing that's super good because I think that's where I was kind of going I plan my week 
every, every week I plan a week. Hey, go me. Well done. Yeah. But that includes writing like two or three things for every day that are important and mm. then a list of other things and then some daily habits or yeah. things that I want to hit every day. So when you plan it, you sort of have a rough idea by now. Once you've done it for a few times, you're like, yeah, I'll be able to do these things. I'll have the energy, the time. This is how long it's going to take me. But then you have a tired day. Yeah. And you have a two out of ten day. And everything feels harder. It's like, oh, normally I can do this. But I can't. And so you procrastinate a little bit more. Yeah. So then the time slips away from you. And so then you feel like, we talked about this before, chasing the day because you started slowly, you've been tired, you didn't get to the big things you wanted to get to, you've yeah. kind of done a few other things that were not even on your list or even important. You look back at your list and you're like, oh, do you know what? I've, I've missed it. I've, I've not done the important things. Mm. And into that moment, you said, there's an opportunity there or a choice. Do I pour on judgment on myself? Do I, <laughs> you have failed, you've lost the day, or do you go back to your list and you go, do you know what? I still do need to do these things, mm. but actually I can push these to next week or to tomorrow or, mm. or wherever and, and push some of the things and just go, it's okay that I'm not going to hit them today. Yeah. And, you, you know, I created the list, so... I can change the list yeah. <laughs> within reason. You know, I can't just be like, oh, by the way, today I'm not coaching because I'm tired and I have a headache. Y you do There's still obligations you know, to fulfill. I've, I've made a commitment, you know, within yeah. whatever. But there are some other things where you're like, you know what, actually, it would be good if I did this, mm. but it's actually okay. I've probably left a bit enough margin tomorrow that I can do that then. Sure. And, and so you have an opportunity to be graceful and kind to yourself to make choices into that space. That's really good. And I suppose there's a difference there. Well, what's the, the risk? The risk there potentially is I just do that and I'm just really procrastinating on what I need to do. What would you say to that? Well, and that's why it's always helpful to be honest with yourself as much as you can. And you can sit down and look at you and just go, Really tune in because some of it is just getting over the initial hurdle. Yeah. But you've also planned a day's worth of work. And when you've only got half a day to do a day's worth of work, it just makes practical sense to cut half a bit of work. You're going to have to. <laughs> You're going to have to. Otherwise... Either quality or quantity is going to drop. Something's going. And and so, yeah, there's a, you've just got to be able to... It doesn't help to go the other way and be ideal and go, I'm going to get it all done anyway. Yeah, I'm going like, yeah, drink the red bull, Eight go hours late. of work in four hours. Well, maybe, but mm. probably not. Because if you could do that, you probably would be overly already planning that much into just your morning. Sure. So you just have to be honest with yourself and go, okay, my ideal has not happened. Yeah. But it's better to do something, and it's better to do the most important thing. And even if you just say, actually, these are the three most important things I need to do today, and you just do the first two, that's okay. That's, that's okay. you know, that's a good day, really. Sure. And so, yeah, the, the, I think the risk is more that, yeah, like you said, procrastination. But if you halve it, then you lower the barrier of getting into it. Whereas yeah. the less time you have, the bigger it becomes, the steeper the climb yeah. to get over that hump. And I suppose there's two things I'm thinking of at the moment. It depends on when you catch yourself and when you check in. Say, for example, you really go on this um, idea of, 
I'm going to quarter my day. There's four quarters to this day. Um, and you actually go halfway through the morning, I'm going to have a check-in. How is the morning going? And that could be, I don't know what the halfway through the morning would be, but 11 o'clock or 11.30. You literally go for a walk or you get up from your office, go downstairs, you come back and you just go, how's it going? You do the same at lunch. You do the same halfway through the day and then you do the same at the end. You've given yourself then reset points. So you've given yourself three in the day reset points to go, oh, I've still got time left. So the earlier you catch yourself, the better, because then the less you have to then dock. Mm. But if you're only catching it maybe at the very end of the day, or even, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I've de definitely done this when I come to journal at the end of the day and you're realising, oh, I hit nothing of what I wanted to do. I'd planned maybe a bunch of productive work and then I'd also planned some self-reflection time and I also really wanted to read this book. I'll still do all of that reflection time and reading the book now, even though I'm quite tired, and you push yourself late and late and late, and the quality is rubbish, you don't really remember anything you read, and then you just make yourself tired the next day. <laughs> so it's a self-defeating aim at that point. So the earlier you catch it, the better. But I think also that second thing of being really honest with yourself and going, okay, number one, are there any obligations that actually must have to get done today? Okay, just start. And the permission, as you said, okay, I'm already not having a 10 out of 10 day, so let's stop trying to do 10 out of 10 work today or 10 out of 10 whatever. Let's accept just good enough. Because um, a good enough started and completed is better than a perfect not completed. Oh, totally. And I suppose that those catch-yourself moments, that's really helpful because... Uh, I can't remember who talked about it, but it's like the margins or the the natural pauses in your day. Yeah. And that could be lunchtime, that could be a tea break, a coffee break, could be the end of a lecture, could be whatever. It, and and some of the most natural ones are you've just finished a task. Yeah. Okay, instead of diving into the first thing that comes to your mind, intentionally pull yourself back yeah. and take five minutes to just go, okay, I finished that. The next action steps on that might be this. Okay, look back at it and go, what is the most helpful thing for me to step into now? Mm. And then you can start. And so often, we just need to... Uh, 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 this is really difficult. I'm not, like, preaching and going, I've solved this. I find this really difficult. But when I do it, it's really helpful. And it, it's kind of... I don't have to do it too much because I've already done the hard work before when I planned out my day of going, sure. these are the things I want to hear. And I just have to quickly go back and just go, okay, yeah, it makes sense That's to do the that. Most important and thing. as I've already written down, these are the three priorities. But actually pulling yourself back and holding that gap open yeah. two to five minutes to just go properly finish, reorientate, properly start. And that, that's exactly when you're tired, you kind of need. And actually, yeah. this podcast is acting as that for me as well, because I feel like this morning I drifted. Yeah. I did some of the stuff I wanted to do, some some research. I had, I had a coaching session, which went really well. And I was happy that hit early, because when you're tired and then you've got a coaching session in the afternoon and you you have that natural slump anyway, you, you're at risk. But I was happy I got that out in the morning. But now there's a few other things that, well, I've scheduled to do that. I don't really have the time to do that tomorrow, so I need to hit these things. Sure. And these are important and urgent, and mm. so let's get to it. And so, Well, it's interesting because, of course, you're effectively running your own business. You're mm. self-employed. So your time, in a sense, is completely your own. 
and not not everyone has that situation so i'm employed by um, an employer and sometimes my time is dictated by someone else Mm. fortunately i have a fair amount of freedom in that and at the moment actually i think i find myself in a similar position i've got three or four little bits of packages of work that are kind of competing none of which seem to take any real precedence so i have to choose and i have to it's not like here's the my one project i'm on and it just boom 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 or meeting then that it is that case of oh i need to prioritize and i need to do those things a thought i had earlier just to completely change tack slightly we're kind of thinking about making it count how do we land this plane and we talked a little bit about this morning okay it wasn't a 10 out of 10 morning but it was a time of a bit of chill and a bit of rest to recover and now i'm able to move on there's something you said to me i think even this week there's some studies that effectively say what's the maximum amount of creative work that you can do in a day uh, i can't remember who was talking about it mm. It might have been Simon Sinek and Adam Grant, I think, were the two guys talking about it. But they said, you can basically do four hours of focused creative work a day. And if many of our jobs are knowledge economy jobs, it's not so much I'm just doing a repetitive thing again and again and again. I'm required to create something. And it might not always feel creative in the sense of arts and stuff, but it is creating, it is thinking. And if that high quality creative work is literally limited to four hours then on a low day that mean that probably is reduced somewhat but also i'm full if i try to crush out eight and expect that of myself so allowing and building in that rest space is important and i was reading a little bit into sort of work hours and everything this week and one of the things they said is some studies have found the top 10 percent of productive employees don't work eight hours in a day every 50 minutes they take a 10 to 15 minute break that's every hour you're taking 10 to 15 minutes out of that to reset to have these and that's not four times a day that's six or seven times a day so on a tired day even more so Mm. allow yourself the margin and i think as we as we sort of wrap this up we're talking about making it count when you're tired it it's really easy to I think what we've we've talked about today is when we're tired, lean into the wrong busy work. Yeah. And actually what we're thinking or what we've heard, what we've discovered is that taking a step in the other way to hold yourself back, to reset, to slow down, to recover, and then step forward intentionally having chosen the important things. And in the midst of that, grace over judgment. Yeah. That allows us to make it count even on those tired days when we have a slightly reduced capacity, for want of a better word. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really good summary. And in a world that is full of busyness, full of noise, and we can often get overwhelmed, maybe by our own expectations or the fears of the unknown. When we're tired, those things seem to loom bigger. Yeah. And so this allows us to step forward intentionally with purpose, more fulfilled in a word or three making it count Mm -hmm.